Hello, everyone. I'm Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox podcast. You can check out my work at myersdetox.com, where I have hundreds of podcasts and hundreds of free articles on how to detox heavy metals and chemicals. That's the focus of this show. And so we talk about a lot of things related to helping the body detox. And today's show is no different. We talk about how to hack stress, which is ever important in today's environment. Everyone is was already stressed before the pandemic, and now they're even more stressed. I mean, I'm constantly having conversations every day with friends, family, client, people on social media. They are just ready to snap. They are stressed to the max. So if you feel stressed or you just have other, you're not sleeping well, or you have chronic pain, I really want you to pay attention to the show with Dr. Patrick Porter. On the show, we're going to be talking about his tech-assisted mindfulness training uh, that works through brainwave entrainment, so retraining your brainwaves so that people can learn how to simply and easily enjoy the many benefits of brainwave hacking, including less stress, better sleep, less pain, better mood, uh, improved cognitive function, and many, many more benefits. So on this show, we're going to be talking about how pain is merely a signal to the brain, and it's a pattern that can be interrupted to reduce that sensation of pain. It's just a brain signal that can be interrupted. And we'll also talk about how your brain looks on stress and why stress is the number one killer today. It leads to all the chronic health conditions that people suffer from today. We'll also talk about how dementia can be quickly and dramatically reversed in a very short period of time, even six weeks, simply by retraining brain waves and thus improving sleep and brain connectivity, the two hemispheres speaking to each other. And Dr. Patrick Porter has the studies to back that up as well. We also talk about uh, what his device is. It's called BrainTap and why it's being used by doctors across the country. He has 67,000 people using a brain tap, his brain tap system, and how the brain tap system uses sound and light and frequencies to help the brain enter a mode, a parasympathetic nervous system mode, where the brain and body can heal and detox. So you have to be in a relaxed, stress-free state to facilitate detox. So I have a lot of shows where I'm talking about how to reduce stress and get into that parasympathetic. And so this is a, a, the brain tap is a great tool to do that. We also talk about using brain tap to restore proper brainwave functions to facilitate deep restorative sleep. So super, super important. I know many of you guys listening to the show are concerned about heavy metal toxicity and how to detox your body. So I created a free video series that you can access by taking my quiz. You can go to heavymetalsquiz.com, take the two minute quiz, has a bunch of lifestyle questions. And after the quiz, you get your results that tell you your relative levels of toxins that you have in your body. And then afterwards, you can get this free video series that answers a lot of your frequently asked questions about how to detox, what kind of testing should I do, what kind of supplements do I need, where do I start? So all those are answered. Just go check out heavymetalsquiz.com and take the quiz. Our guest today, Patrick Porter, he's a PhD and his team of scientists and mindfulness experts are leading the way in tech-assisted mindfulness through brainwave entrainment or retraining your brainwaves, interrupting your brainwave patterns. And in the process, they've made BrainTap Technologies a global leader in the personal improvement field. With a library of over 1,000 guided audio programs, BrainTap allows users to relax, reboot, and revitalize while achieving peak brain performance. So unlike mobile programs that merely calm or soothe, the BrainTap Pro app creates a symphony of brainwave activity that restores your brain's natural balance so that you can feel relaxed, rebooted, and revitalized anytime, anywhere. 
The BrainTap Pro mobile app provides multiple bundles, allowing users to explore self-improvement and peak performance in all areas of their lives. There are so many different types of meditations or, or programs that people can listen to on the BrainTap app. And the BrainTap headset, which you, you can see here, adds the clinically proven restorative power of light and frequency therapy to these sessions, but the BrainTap Pro app is totally free. You can download that totally free at braintap.pro. Patrick, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's great to be here, Wendy. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into neuroplasticity and the research that you're doing today. Well, I'll kind of cover it on the high notes because it starts a long time ago. Uh, at 12 years old, actually, my dad became a Silva uh, mind control instructor, which we learned how to use brainwaves as a, as a child. And it helped me from being a troublemaker kid to being, you know, an honor roll student and a four-star captain uh, in sports and getting a scholarship. And then after school was out, um, I went to school for electronics. And then from electronics, I kept helping my dad and I got a job with a group called Light and Sound Research. And we, we created in the 80s the very first portable light and sound machine. I was part of this team of six people. And I'm the only one left standing. So they're, they're, everybody else has gone off, uh, either passed away or doing something else. And I've continued on that journey. In 2003, and I, in between that time, I started a franchise company, actually a weight loss company, that we had 108 locations. I sold that in 2006. And I thought that was what I was going to be doing the rest of my life was just being retired and uh, hanging out. And then the economy shifted in 2008 and that didn't, that didn't happen. So in 2013, actually, I started BrainTap. And with the idea that I could revolutionize or improve upon what I had back in the 80s, because it really hadn't changed in all those years, it just was working. So we miniaturized everything, put it into a headset used to be three different components. And what we we're looking for is also adding in the vibrational component. We have light, sound, and vibration now. We have ear lights and different things, which we might get into. But it was all about, first, it was about getting into helping people through neurofeedback get rid of pain, because pain only happens in the brainwave state of beta. So if we can get them out of that, they can get out of pain. Then we found out there's all these other applications that happen with with, with the technology. So the, the journey has been kind of uh, one where doctors or people like yourself start using the product in different ways. And they say, they come back and they say, did you know that your product would do this? We know we didn't know that. And then we would go into that market. So now we have uh, 2,300 clinics using BrainTap in 120 countries, and we have 76,000 users on the app. So it's, it's grown pretty well for us. And that, it's so neat. Like uh, you sent me when I've been using this. It's so cool. It's so simple to use. You know, it's just a few minutes a day. And, and biohacking is so popular right now. And this is just a great way you made this miniaturized version that, you know, individuals, doctors, clinics can use. It's so neat. So well, let's talk about the brain. So let's get into kind of the why and the benefits of using the, the brain tap system like this. So, uh, so what does the brain do exactly and, and how does it actually function? Like how is this system kind of tapping into and improving upon how the brain functions? Well, if we all lived on Gilligan's Island and we only had to decide on uh, things like uh, cream pie for dinner or ginger or Marianne, as people say, then we probably wouldn't need the brain tap. But the, the thing is that we're running around everyone, especially with what's been happening currently in the state of affairs, is uh, we're all under low-level chronic stress, even before this happened. And that means we're not sleeping. And one of the key things that taps into what you're doing, actually, is that the brain only detoxes during level four sleep. So if they're not getting level four sleep, they're not detoxing the brain, which is a big problem. And if somebody has leaky gut, they have leaky brain. So in all those different things that are happening, there's been so many research studies done on mice that if they can show a malignancy in the gut, they show the same thing in the brain. So the same thing's true with humans. And so as we work on this, what we find is that the brain loves patterns. So the pattern could be a pattern of stress. It could be a pattern of fear. It could be a pattern of health and, and vitality. And we talked about biohacking before. Biohackers know that the, the secret isn't to be in one state at any one time. We call it 
frequency switching technology because our brain operates in many different frequencies. I'm going to break it down into five because there, there's a lot more we could do it. In, in research, we have about 16 that we deal with. But the five are gamma, beta, alpha, theta, and delta. And our brain is designed to really flow through those different states all day long and all night long because if we don't do that, we don't get the neurotransmitters we need. So think of the neurotransmitters as the modulators in our body that make us feel good or help us with problem solving, help us basically to manage our day. And sleep's a key part of that. So if you're not sleeping, you're not building up that neurotransmitter bank account. So the brain is designed, basically, our whole body is designed to carry our brain around. You know, we feed it, we, everything, the brain is a big energy hog. It takes 20% of the energy of the whole system. But if the brain isn't working right, and the brain isn't just in our head, there's three brains that we like to talk about. The first brain, of course, everybody knows is between our ears, you know, it takes up 20, about 2% of our body mass, but consumes 20% of our energy. And then, but the brain most people forget about are the other two. Uh, one is the gut, of course. There's more neuron connections in the gut than anywhere else in the body. So really, we have a thinking gut. And, but people don't think about that. They go, they get a gut impression, they might say, or they go, they get a gut feeling. Well, really, their brain is thinking. There's actually gray matter in the gut. So that brain is in harmony with the brain in our head. But the one that really controls the whole show, most people forget about, it's our brain and our heart. We have a 40 neuron channel, or if you want to think about it, it's a little mini brain in our heart. And if that heart brain isn't modulating right with the gut and the, and the brain in our head, then everything gets thrown off. Uh, and that's evident by how many heart attacks are on Monday morning. There's actually more heart attacks on Monday morning before work than any other day of the week. Now, I don't know what, what's happening with people being locked in. Every day is like a Saturday. So, you know, I don't know how that's affecting it. But the, the reality is that our heart brain, and that has to do with, are we doing what we love? Are we following our passion? Are we, do, we, do we treat ourselves well? All of those things, when people say, I'm following my heart, they're really, they're really following their brain. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, so, so in the, when those things are happening, so we want to bring in coherency there. So that's what the brain tap does most, most importantly. And it does that through two different primary brain waves that are really known now by science. One is the state of alpha. And in the state of alpha, there's a 10 hertz frequency. And you can liken that to going to the ocean. If you and I went to the ocean there, or, or if we were down in Houston, we went over to the beaches over on the, on the shore of Texas, and we we're listening to the waves come in, our body would naturally flow to alpha because the ocean itself has a resonant frequency of 10 hertz. That 10 hertz frequency creates acetylcholine which is very healing, very loving when people see they like it. Also sunrises and sunsets typically also have that same stimulating effect. If we want to go a little bit deeper, people go, well, I can't meditate because they're comparing themselves to a Buddhist adept or something, you know, someone who's meditated for 30 years. And when you think about them meditating in the mountains, they do that. Maybe it was intuitive. Maybe they figured it out a long time ago, but the mountains resonated 7.8 Hertz frequency. So every, anywhere you're at the planet, there's different frequencies that we step into and out of. We only exist in a very small band of frequencies that we see, but there's a lot of other frequencies. So that 7.8 hertz frequency is a theta band, and that produces GABA. The reason GABA is so important, and people who are in the medical field know that GABA is probably the most researched drug on the market now because, of course, pharmaceutical companies are always looking to capitalize on the problems with two-thirds of the world not sleeping well. That was before COVID, so who knows where it's at now. And one-third of the world chronically uh, not sleeping well, which means they get less than six hours sleep, but they're not producing GABA. And so their, their brain, they're not feeling, that's your inventive mind. So think about it. That's when you're problem solving and people that problem solve every time that I've ever registered them on a um, brain map, they've always had high theta and high gamma. Gamma has to do with healing. So in creativity, it seems like all the things when people excel, like I have a brother-in-law that's a maxillofacial surgeon and I had him just think of doing one of his surgeries. And his gamma brainwaves went off the chart because he's he's dealing with really micro things in the jaw and things like that. And and so he's using a higher order of thinking. But we all have these. So every person watching this um, have these brainwaves. The problem is we get stuck. 
and we get stuck in the beta brainwave. And we, that's where they, we call it sympathetic survival syndrome. So we, we start thinking that's normal, like waking up with clenched teeth or, you know, um, without any flow of thought and sick all the time. And, uh, you know, it has a lot, and we're, we're big on the mind body connection too. It's not just, we don't think you can just think your way to being well and eating garbage. Like, uh, unless you're St. Germain, you're not going to be able to do that. You know, <laughs> you're going to have to, you're going to have to eat really good foods and take care of yourself, do cleanses. We, we recommend at BrainTap doing a cleanse at least every quarter, you know, because just like cleaning your house, you know, you need to do spring house cleaning, all those things. So we're right in line with the things that you think. We just think also that we need to get those thoughts in line too. Yeah. And I love that you're talking about frequencies. I talk about that so much on the show uh, because our bodies, our brain waves, uh, our heart, everything has a frequency that it emits. And there are so many things working against that, like EMFs, electromagnetic radiation, wireless uh, internet and computers and all these different things acting on our body, they're interfering in these frequencies. So we have to, it's great. There's so many different tools you can use to biohack your body to get those systems back online, like the brain waves activating correctly to combat, you know, whatever we're dealing with, namely stress right now. So we are dealing with an unprecedented level of stress. I mean, I have definitely in the beginning of this pandemic was just on edge more than I had been in years. And that's calmed down. I don't feel stressed anymore about it now that we're, we're out of the, in my opinion, the pandemic phase. But so what does, uh, what does stress do to the brain? We know it's the number one killer out there, but yeah. what is it specifically doing to the brain? Well, stress actually shrinks the hippocampus. So the hippocampus is that part of the brain that takes short-term memories and makes them long-term memories. That's why if you've ever made a decision under supreme stress, you probably didn't make a really good decision because you don't have access to all your resources. So it shrinks the brain and takes, I mean, that's the whole key. Every night we're supposed to go to sleep, take all of our daily activities and then correlate them, uh, coordinate them into our brain function and say, hey, these are the important things I want to remember. These are the things that were just meaningless. And then we, uh, but if you're under stress, you don't get to do that. Because the, the body's saying, hey, there's a saber-toothed tiger chasing me, even though it's just a text message, or uh, especially if people get consumed by the news. Uh, we always say the, the biggest detox they can do right now is actually turn off the TV. Yeah. You know, in, <laughs> you know, turn off the some, notifications yeah, from CNN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the process of detoxing the brain and, and things of that nature, what we're talking about is we need to do this just like you would eat, a, you need to make sure you're eating healthy and whether you're doing intermittent fasting or whatever you're doing is your regiment as a biohacker, you know, to keep your body healthy. We also need to have some time, some downtime, because if it's all uptime all the time, the body doesn't get a chance to regulate. And that's called the parasympathetic system. So that's the rest, digest, rejuvenate part of the body in the brain. We say there, you either have a, a healing brain or you have a survivor brain going. And most people, unfortunately, have clicked on the survivor brain, especially if they listen to the wrong people. You know, that are the fear mongers that are out there and basically peddling doom and gloom all the time. Yeah, and there's a lot of those right now, isn't there? And so let's talk about the relationship between brain patterns and, and mental health. Um, so uh, right now we're having an unprecedented amount of people that are having mental health issues or predisposition, that being greatly amplified in this very, very stressful environment. So let, let's talk about that that relationship we have between the brain patterns and let's, mental health. Let's put it into perspective. If, if people, most people know that salmon swim upstream, right? They, they lay their eggs and there's all this that happens every year. Well, they die at the end of that journey because of cortisol, <laughs> too much cortisol. So in, and that's a brainwave of beta. And that's the chronic fatigue we're talking about. So people are under this low-level stress. They're producing way too much cortisol. The liver's producing too much sugar. They're getting diabetes is off the chart. And it's not because of the foods as much that they're eating as the, the thoughts they're thinking. I always say that uh, stress is more fattening than chocolate because the, of how it, how it affects. You know, the, the sugar is produced in the liver. The, the body's pretty smart. It'll take the sugar we eat and make it into, you know, encapsulate it in fat. It doesn't make us look real good, but but it, it, it's pretty much taken care of because it's poison to the body and the body attacks it that way. And so if, if you're eating a poor diet, that's just 
adding insult to injury right now. So in the, in the process of doing that, we want to make sure that the body is regulating and getting rid of that stress as quickly as possible. And so let's talk about the brain tap and how we're kind of helping to shift stress, shift brainwave patterns to improve stress and mental health. Right. So again, the brain loves patterns. So what we did is we took light, flickering light. And the reason we use light in the retinal flashing, people kind of look at me funny, even from the 80s. Now it's more acceptable because light is pretty much out there, especially in the biohacking world. But when we started uh, with flashing light, if you've ever been to a lecture and you couldn't hear the lecture, but then you moved your attention so you could see the lecture, that's because your eyes actually are 30% of your hearing. And most people don't know that. They think, and we work with a group called NORA, which is the Neuro-Ophthalmology Research Association, and they, they're the ones who helped us to figure that out. And so we want to keep the brain, and that also keeps the frontal lobe active. What happens when most people meditate on their own is they close their eyes, and actually we see a cortisol response instead of the relaxation response because they're wondering, am I breathing right? Am I sitting right? Am I holding my fingers right? Am I oming right? You know, whatever the problem is. And we wanted to take all that off the table because the brain learns independent of your conscious thought. Bruce Lipton's one of the instructors at Quantum University where I also teach, and he's a, he's a big believer in that 95% of what runs our life is our subconscious, not our conscious mind. So everybody's running around trying to change their conscious mind, and that's like telling the front desk what to do, but the boss is sitting in the back that never gets the message. We need to talk to the boss, which is the subconscious, and you can think of the subconscious as your body. So your, your body is the subconscious. That's where everything gets encoded somatically, if you want to think about it that way. It's just in the body as energy. So it, when we, we want to release that. So what BrainTap is doing is, first of all, we have to engage the frontal lobe, which is executive functioning. When you close your eyes, the brain naturally wants to go to sleep because that's what it's trained to do for, hundred, you know, for hundreds of thousands of years. Our body, that's what it does. Now we put lights in the ears because your meridians run through the ears and we can run energy through there. So if we wanna really stimulate mitochondria health, we wanna give it light. The most underprescribed nutrient on earth is light. So if we wanna feed the whole body light through something called photobiomodulation, one of the best delivery systems is through the eyes and ears. But it has to be very specific light, like 470 nanometer light, is the blue light, which is healing. You can actually have your eyes open and look at our light, and it actually, we have studies that show that it actually heals the eyes because it's going to bring more blood flow, vasodilation, nitric oxide release, and that's when healing happens. And the way light works, for those who don't know this, just in general, it's going to be absorbed by the hemoglobin in the body. It's going to circulate through the body. It's going to find a cell in the body that's dying, and they call that apoptosis. And it, that cell is going to absorb that light photon, and that photon is going to kickstart the mitochondria. The instruction set of that cell is going to be reengaged, and it's going to start to work again. So when we talk about the working of the, the mitochondria in the brain and how it all works, the, the brain and body work together in this energy is called ATP. So if we don't have ATP, we can't heal the body either. You can be eating all of the best foods, doing all the best things. That's why a lot of, um, even I know you have a detox program for mitochondria health, you know, we, we need to kickstart that mitochondria because that's what's happening. People are eating dead and devitalized foods. They're drinking sodas or drinking beers or whatever they're doing. I mean, beer consumption is up 400%. I mean, that's pretty crazy. So we need to feed the body what it needs. So we need, we need nutrients. And one of the nutrients we're missing is light. Then we're going to, the brain tap's gonna, on top of the light, we're going to use sound because some people can't afford the headset. And in some of the countries we sell into, we need to just deliver it through an app. We have a brain tap app. So we do it through sound. So sound can be used, we use binaural beats and isochronic tones. The difference between these two is one is stereo and one is mono. The planet itself would be considered an isochronic tone generator. If you've ever been to an office where they had a waterfall in the front room of that office, that's because that's a, they didn't know it, they just thought it was beautiful maybe. But the reality is that a waterfall, as water's falling, it's a 10 hertz frequency and it's going to affect our bodies. Our nervous system, if we go outside and it's hot, we're going to start to sweat. If we go outside and it's cold, we're going to start to shiver. These are all things our nervous system is doing to adapt. So we have a very adaptive nervous system. So we're going to use that adaptive nature of our nervous system to encourage healthy brainwave function. And our brain 
is trained or without the stresses of what we have in our everyday life. But if we could go back in time, we would wake up in the morning to the rising sun because we're in a cave and it's not very convenient. So we want to get out and start moving. So the light, the early morning light is going to wake up our brain, start triggering that theta, alpha, then beta consciousness. We should have about 40% beta, 40 to 45%. If we have more than that, we're going to have anxiety, stress, and uh, all these things. Also, we have hemispheres, two hemispheres. If these hemispheres aren't balanced, then we're also going to have anxiety, stress, <laughs> fear, all these negative emotions because it's about the information. And that information moves at the speed of thought. But it's moving along electrical circuitry. It could be the... Um, cellular system. It, it could be lots of different ways the body communicates. It's not just through the nervous system. That's just one way. But what we found is that if the hemispheres aren't synchronizing, you can have ADHD, you can have dementia. And maybe we can talk about the dementia study in a little bit. We just did a pilot study that was phenomenal what happened. But all of this happens because of the synchronicity effect of our universe. One of the things I always encourage my doctors to do, because they don't believe that we live in a synchronistic universe. They think we live in this chaotic world without order. But the reality is when we look at it from a bigger picture, everything is in synchronicity. Uh, if, and on YouTube, you can go there and put in metronomes synchronized. You can put, you could fill a baseball stadium with, with, uh, with metronomes and within three minutes, they'd all be sinking at the same speed. They'd all be going click, click, click. And the same is true with like grandfather clocks. If you go into a clock store within three minutes, they synchronize. What we know is the brain also takes about three minutes to synchronize. Yeah. That's so, the theory of resonance, correct? Yes. Where if you're feeding say from the, the brain tap a certain frequency, your brain will begin mimicking that frequency. Yes. Yep. And that's what we're talking about here. So that's the adaptive nervous system going to work for you. It says, hey, I like that. And we're going to use healing frequencies. So, you know, everything is encoded with, a, with different healing frequencies. There's, uh, they call them sophigio frequencies. Uh, we don't advertise that a lot because people think they don't know about frequencies yet, although that's becoming more and more popular. But we embed those healing frequencies into the sessions. So while you're doing it, you're actually treating yourself to these different frequencies that are going to combat EMF and all these other frequencies, because every frequency affects us. Even the lights we're under, uh, if we're not using John Ott lights, which are full spectrum lights, there's different things that we can, we can do to offset that, like grounding mats, like I'm standing on right now. You know, all of those things are going to help you to offset those frequencies because we're, we're symbiotic with our environment, or we used to be, although, you know, we're getting further and further away from it. So what the brain tap does is it's going to put all those together in one place. So we have light, we have sound, we have music. There's something called the Mozart effect. Back in the 70s, they realized that they could just play music in a classroom, not any other teaching style, just put music in the background, and children were smarter. And the reason is that that music is 10 hertz frequency music. It's synchronizing the hemispheres. Whenever you cross the 10 hertz or 7.8 hertz frequency, you get a gamma burst and you get a delta burst. These are bursts, so it's like the whole brain lights up. So if you wanna, that's why meditation is so powerful. If you can meditate and get into that 10 hertz frequency, your brain basically wakes up. And uh, one, of our, one of our researchers back in the early days at Light and Sound, her name was Ann Wise, she wrote a book called The Master Brainwave. And she's passed away now, but the book is still available. And she went around the world and she basically did brain maps with people. And she found out that there was, it didn't matter if you were a yogi, a CEO, uh, an artist, if you were a high performer in your field, you had pretty much the same brainwave activity. So and it wasn't one was more important than any other. You have to have beta to drive your car and function and you know do things in our world. It wasn't all about alpha either, which is the creativity brainwave. It wasn't about theta, which is we call the inventive brainwave. It's about a balance of those brainwaves. And the balance is like this, 45% theta, about 30% alpha, about 14 to 15% theta, and then the remainder being split between gamma and delta. What we see though, Wendy, which is kind of frightening when we were going to shows, we used to do 43 shows a year, which I'm sure eventually we'll be back doing those. But when we'd go there, we would put our doctors on the brain scan and figure out where their brain was, almost 90% of them were over 60% delta while they're awake. So you probably heard the expression, the masses are asleep. <laughs> well, I jokingly show the slide of the, like, if I've been to the event last year, then we, we correlate all that data and I show it to the attendees 
he's the next year. And I'll say last year, you know, we had a 70% of the group was asleep. They didn't know that. And that's very tiring. When you have high delta going while you're awake, it's like pulling a parachute behind you all day long. We're an energy being. We're, we're, we're made of energy. We, we process energy. We're electrical in nature. And if we have to, if we have too many toxins, we always say there's three reasons people get sick, thoughts, traumas, or toxins. So if we don't clear those out, there, it doesn't matter what else you do. You've got to clear those out. The body can function. The innate intelligence of our body will take over. It's self-healing. Uh, for instance, if we cut our finger, we can will it. We can say, don't heal, don't heal. But the finger will still heal because innate intelligence will take over. But if we keep picking at it, you know, and doing things, it's not going to heal, even though innate intelligence is going at it. So that's why we got to clear out, you know, whether it's negative thoughts, toxins in the body, or repair the damage it's done through an accident. And I really resonate with what you're saying that like our body can't heal if we are in a stressed out state. And I think one of the number one issues that I see when I've worked with thousands of clients is that they can, they want to do different protocols. They want to detox, but they're so stressed uh, that they're, they don't know how to get out of that stress state. They know that they're stressed or some people aren't aware of it, mm -hmm. but they don't know how to get out, uh, get into a parasympathetic state where they can rest and digest and detox and sleep. And so tell us how the, the brain tap, how that gets us into a, a parasympathetic state so we can heal. Yeah. One of the things, like we talked about synchronizing the brain first. So the brain, we get its attention. We call that a break state. So we need to break the state first. And we say, this isn't the state you want to be in. But the problem is we function as humans. We get what we rehearse in life, not what we intend. So you can have the best intentions in the world, but if you haven't rehearsed it, there's not a professional athlete or actor or actress that doesn't rehearse. But people go every day and they don't rehearse what they're going to do. That's another we call it performance mindfulness. So in the morning, you get up and you start mentally performing in your head first, because if you're going to make a mistake, it's better to do it in there than out in the real world. So you, 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 you figure that out. The other thing is that it's going to invite, these frequencies don't stay the same. With BrainTap, every three seconds, we're changing it. The brain, again, it loves patterns, but it doesn't like the same pattern. It likes change. It likes difference. Just like the, there's something called the golden meme or the Fibonacci sequence. And we use those kind of ratios in our, our algorithm, if you will, that trains the brain. So we, we're going to train the brain in each one of them. We have over a thousand sessions on BrainTap. And each one of those sessions are encoded differently so that people get a different experience. The, the, the different ways to go into alpha, the better. So we want to give, we call it infinite flexibility. You, you don't want to have just one way to do something. If you do, you get stressed out. Like we all know somebody that has, they think they know the best way. This is the way we've always done it. You know, we, we do it this way and you go, but we have a better way. No, this is the way we've always done it. This, you know, we have to fight those people. But there's other people that go, you know, I'm open. Do you have a better way of doing it? You know, we want to open the brain up a little bit to say, hey, let's try it this way. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, you can always go back to what didn't work. That's what I tell people. <laughs> you, know, you always have the option to go back to what wasn't working in the first place, but try something different. So the brain is always doing that. And the reason we use words, we have, we have some that are just music, because sometimes you just don't want to hear anybody. You just want to do a, a relaxation with music. But we find that that gets very boring for people. The reason we have the words in there is we're going to retrain the brain. The first step, in, and I can't go through them all, but I'll go through a couple of them here. The first step in retraining the brain is to change what you believe about yourself, your story. There's a law of psychology that states you can't be a behavior. But people wake up every day and they say, I'm fat, or I'm a smoker, or I'm angry, or I'm alcoholic. Those are all false. You are an infinite being that's experiencing something in space and time. And if you believe, you know, the, the thing is you have every right you have all your limitations. If you want to fight for them, then go for it. So people get up every day and they start, they basically affirm those things. And the brain is a servo mechanism. So if you affirm it, it's going to try to prove you right. It never proves you wrong. You know, it's, it says, but if we start just opening up, so the first thing brain tap does is say, let's change who you are. You're not your behaviors. You're someone experiencing those behaviors, but you're not the behavior. You are an infinite being, or you have possibilities. If we tell people, let's get into the field of possibilities. You know, because if you have possibilities, then you don't have stress. 
if you know, uh, we were going through Canada a few years ago with my family, and there was a bear in the middle of the highway and its cubs, and it was really cute. We're sitting in our car. Somebody decided to get out of their car, right, like faces of death. And everybody's screaming at them, get back, get back. So finally, they get about, I don't know, 50 yards from this bear. The bear, mama bear, stands up. They ran back to their car, thank God. We didn't get to see the faces of death. I told my kids, we're gonna see, we're gonna see live here, faces of death. But that bear then relaxed. But as soon as they were threatened, so first of all, we need to make sure it's non-threatening. You know, it, that's where it comes in with all the different therapies. As long as it's non-threatening, the body will accept it. The next step is to realize that you are imbued with the possibility thinking of everything you do now, you also know everything you don't know because it's unconscious. So you have an other than conscious mind, which means that's the part that's beating your heart 86,000 times a day. That's the part that's interacting with EMF. That's the part, you know, that's, that's translating these light frequencies into pictures. You know, all of these things are happening. You have nothing to do with it. I mean, your conscious mind, I should say, which is why Bruce Lipton says that's only 5%. So what we're going to do is we're going to start to work with that system and get that system to work with you in, in a way that starts to retrain the brain. So those are the first two steps. The third step is to give you the ability to switch on and off. When you know you're doing something right, you wanna keep doing that. When you're, when you don't, in fact, we say don't shit all over yourself, which you might've heard before. <laughs> you know, so many people do that. And then realize that there's excellence in the world around you. Don't get jealous because, you know, I always loved it when we had our weight loss centers, we had 108 of them, so we had a lot of feedback. And women would get all mad at skinny people. And I said, that doesn't mean they're healthy. I mean, you could be skinny and be totally unhealthy. I said, the, the reality is that they won the genetic lottery. You didn't. So you've got to deal with it. You know, you should say, wow, great. You should follow them around for the day. Find out if they're also buying Oreo cookies, drinking six sodas a day, fighting with everybody all day long and having a negative attitude. Those are the things you're doing right now. I don't know if they're doing them. If they are, then they won the genetic lottery. If they're not, then they're probably doing something different. They're probably eating sparingly, only at mealtimes or drinking plenty of water. You know, they're, they're exercising, you know. I mean, you've got to, what I tell people is always assume that the people that are looking good, feeling good and responding to in their environment, they're doing all the things you should be doing if you're angry. I mean, and, and really honor excellence. Create some gratitude in your life. I mean, I always thought, and I, this was something I learned a long time ago from Richard Bandler and John Grinder when I trained with them early on in my career, when they were both together still. They, they always modeled excellence. They said, hey, what are these people that are doing? What are they doing? If they're doing it, that means you can do it. So you should celebrate that and honor them. Don't get all mad at them. Don't be, I mean, it's, it's kind of natural to be jealous. You know, when I see somebody doing something, there's a little part that goes, why them? Why not me? Well, then you got to stop and say, well, they had the opportunity, you know, but when the opportunity shows up for you, you've got to be available. And that's really what we're teaching with BrainTap is everybody has an opportunity. Like we say, you have an opportunity at every meal to either become a fat storage machine or a fat burning machine. You get to make yes. the choice. Yes, you, you can, do. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so all those things, you know, it's like, it's not like no one's forcing you to, to eat all the sugars, let's say. I mean, when you think about our environment we live in today, everything is, you know, basically designed for addiction. And, and we, need to, we need to know that and empower ourselves to be able to say no. Yeah, and you have to biohack your way out of that kind of that addiction pattern that so many people are creating, that addiction to cortisol and adrenaline yes. and all these things that are being created by uh, just our whole environment, the wireless internet, staring at blue lights, looking at social media, and doing all these things that are really unhealthy. And so tell us about, so the brain tap, tell us about some of the many benefits. We, you've kind of discussed a few of them. Yeah. But talk about uh, when you use something like this and it changes up your brainwave patterns and to biohack your brainwaves and your health, ultimately, what are some of the benefits that people are seeing? The, the first benefit that we get reported is sleeping better. And that we didn't even know about that when we first invented it. But because people were locked into that, like you said, they have a, like a habit of being fearful or stressed or anxious or or basically they created a, a pattern of negative thinking, even though they might want to be positive, they just have the, so we break that pattern and they start sleeping better. That means now they're going to have more resources. They're going to have more creativity, uh, more energy during the day. When people do a brain tap session in the middle of the afternoon, now we've proven that you get 80% of the energy you had in the morning. 
We can measure that now. When you talked about frequencies in the body, we have a device at BrainTap where we can, we've had the Russians actually help us. They're the people that own all the patents on HIV. So we used heart rate variability. You can use clips. We put a low level current through the body. We measure the resistance of the body. Resistance is a way of showing stress. So we can show the stresses on the body and the different organs. And we can show that with one session, they get an 80% improvement. That's, that's really big. So stress changes, but people will stop smoking. They'll lose weight. The reason you lose weight too, by the way, is when you're de-stressed, your metabolism actually increases. We showed, we just recently here, I didn't get to present for the National Institute of Health because it got canceled, but they still published my paper. I just had a paper published where we took a hundred of our, our clients and we ran them through one session of brain tap before and after we measured them with our HRV. It was published because we had 33% improvement of neurological function, which means that the body can regulate now. That's the biggest key. So behavior changes happen because with words, with the, the technology of voice and what we're doing through guided imagery, we can actually change a, a, up to 1,200 gene expressions, which means you might have the propensity to do these things, but if you can turn those genes off, you know, 80% of your gene expression is from your environment more than it is from your heredity. So we can, we can change those. I think the, the main thing is that we always have, the reason we call it performance mindfulness is we have very targeted. Like if somebody has insomnia, we have sessions for that. If somebody has, my, if they're going through menopause, we have a program for that. If they're going through pregnancy, let's say they want to have a, what we call stress-free pregnancy, you can do that. We have dental programs for people who are fearful of dentistry. We have the normal life hack programs, uh, you know, like, like just we just interviewed Dave Asprey because we do a lot with him with biohacking because people are always looking for that and we have a whole program we did with Iron Man the magazine because when you have more acetylcholine available you grow muscle without and it's all natural so and they're a magazine that only puts pictures of people in there that have been tested they're not using steroids so it's a way that they can biohack by using their own biochemistry your brain can release 30,000 different neurotransmitters or different neuro components. So think of it like a pharmacy. If you're thinking a positive thought, you get those positive chemicals flowing through the body that heal and restore and rejuvenate the body. And when back in, I always tell people when Buddha said, he who angers you conquers you. That's one of my favorite sayings. And my kids know that because I had to train them because you can't allow other people to make you feel bad. You know, a lot of people have buttons on their chest and say, oh, you pushed my buttons. Well, we had a saying in our house, don't ever let somebody else have your remote control. You know, and so we took over. And the reason that's true is science has proven if you think negative thoughts, you're literally destroying yourself from the inside out. And when Jesus said, you know, love your enemy, science has now proved that when you have loving energy and you, you project that through your body, you get the benefits because anything that happens through you happens to you. So part of the benefit is you just start feeling better. You sleep better, you, you have more energy, you have more focus during the day. And right now is the time we need focus. We need all those things to really up, up level our life. And it's a very simple biohack. What I love too is that if people have children, we so often they say, my child loves to do this because we have sessions for children. And I did that myself. I, my first book, I've written nine books, but my first book was called Awaken the Genius. And it was an accelerated learning book because I believe everyone can do it because I was a struggling child until I learned to meditate and visualize what I really wanted in my life instead of taking what I would get and stop blaming people. You know, I was, a, I played the blame game pretty good when I was a kid. I thought Sister Barbara just didn't like me, you know, but the, the reality was that I wasn't very likable. So what are some of the benefits for pain? Because I see a tremendous value here in helping people to kind of interrupt those brainwave patterns that create the sensation of pain. Right. Even at the hospitals right now, the greatest minds in the world, they know that they can put people under through anesthetic at the hospital, but they don't really know the functioning of why that works. We know that the brain has morphine receptors in it. You know, the neurochemistry of the brain, we can, we can create that. If we get somebody out of high beta, which is that fear, anxiety, stress mode, they lose the pain. And we did this back in the 80s. We, we just started, there was no neurofeedback back then. Now we have neurofeedback, but we had biofeedback, which meant we can warm our hands. That's one way we can get rid of headache pain. We can do our breathing, you know, like Wim Hof, he's now showing, you know, we can do this kind of breathing. There's a lot of hacks for breathing that 
basically they've known for thousands of years, but people are making them famous now. All of those things somebody in pain can't do. They can't, and that's because they're in a high stress mode. If you've ever shaken somebody's hand, it's like an ice cube, you know that they're in fight or flight mode and they're probably locked into it. So what brain tap can do is it can train the brain out of that. We wanna incorporate more of the alpha theta brainwave. That's kind of the magical brainwaves that we have that, that bring about the feelings of joy and happiness and health. If you feel the negative emotions in those brainwaves, then you have a deeper problem than what brain tap should happen, should work with. You should go to see a counselor or something. Because but in the normal brain, which is 95% of the population out there, when you get into uh, meditative states, let's say, or you're doing something you enjoy, let's say you're with a friend and you're, you haven't seen him for a while and you're talking and you look down and you realize you didn't eat half your food, you're full, you're just enjoying the conversation. And that's alpha. You know, that's when you're doing that. And so we, when you're in that state, there's no pain. You only experience pain in beta. I had, a, I had a gentleman come in, this has been a while now, but we used to have an office in Virginia Beach where there's a lot of military. He came in in a wheelchair and he had phantom pain. People have heard of this where you don't have a limb anymore, but you have maybe a scratch or an itch. This person had severe pain in his legs, but it only triggered on the second level of his house. He couldn't figure out what it was. And we found out that he jumped out of a helicopter in Vietnam onto a landmine. Well, when he woke up, he had no legs and he had pain. And it would be constantly there as long as he was at about the second floor of a building. Well, that's the height he was when he jumped out of the helicopter. So the brain, basically, we call it a delta imprint. It imprinted that pain, even though the physical body wasn't there. So once we could use a little visualization and a little bit of therapy, we got him to unlock that, that pain signal because pain is only a signal to the body. It's telling the body there's something wrong. But a lot of times that signal, it's, it's kind of like a light switch gets turned on and then they take the switch off and the light just stays on all the time. It's gonna be an energy drain. If you know anybody that has pain, they're tired all the time. It takes a lot of effort because it's a direct signal to the brain constantly telling you something's wrong. It should happen is we know there's something wrong, we take care of it, the switch gets turned off, but that doesn't happen. Myself, my dad trained me to have surgery in my shoulder without anesthetic. I had a piece of bone taken from here to here with a screw through it with nothing more than auto-suggestion. And I remember waking up and I had a little bit of pain and he taught me how to take it away. All I have to do now is say white, white, rub my shoulder and the pain goes away. Because it's all because that morphine response. They now know that if you see the color white, in your brain, you're releasing this morphine receptors get hit. All medicine, a lot of people don't understand this, all medicine is reactionary medicine. So we put it in, it's really our body doing it. That's why they go, why don't you take this pill, tell me how you feel. Well, they're trying to see, will your chemistry mimic that or react to it in the way they want? If it doesn't, they go, well, try this one. Because you can either take a pill or you can take responsibility. So a lot of people take the pill. You know, they, they, want, the, they want the blue pill, right? So they, they just want to go back to sleep and think that, you know, the, the, the idiot light's not on anymore and my oil's not low. I just put a black tape over it and I'm okay. You know, all these things that happen to us, pain is a signal. A lot of people, the biggest reason people miss work today is irritable bowel syndrome or Crohn's or something, whatever you want to call it, they don't have a good digestive tract. They don't have permeability to all those things. And that's why, and like what you do, cleansing is so important. And they think they can just take a pill, which is masking the pain. And that's what a lot of these pills do is they just mask the, they trigger the receptors. There's actually pills called beta blockers. And what they're doing is they're blocking beta. They're blocking your body's natural signals to tell you there's something wrong. That doesn't mean it's fixed. I, I still remember uh, so many clients would come into our clinics and say, I'm in great health. And they'd have a list of four or five different prescription drugs. They go, well, what are these doing? Well, I'm in good health now. I take those drugs. I go, no, those drugs are masking the underlying problem <laughs> that you have. When you're in good health is when you can say, I take no drugs. Nobody has a deficiency of these drugs in their system. You know, you know when somebody says, well, I take uh, Prozac, let's say, I go, you don't have a deficiency of Prozac. You know, your body knows how to make serotonin. You don't need to keep it in your system. You can do that by meditating once you learn how to do it. You can regulate all these neurotransmitters. Yeah, and what seems like this is such an incredible kind of uh, advancement to help for, for chronic pain is a lot of times when people get say in a car accident or they have a traumatic injury, their, their nervous system gets set 
or their brain waves get set at a certain level. And then they constantly experience that pain long after that injury has healed. And we just got to scramble that. And, and people get like complex regional pain syndrome, or they get a, a lot of people deal with this on a, on a daily basis. And it's absolutely debilitating. And it's just, it's a simple fix. Yeah, when we did a study with Kansas State University with PTSD, they were experiencing a lot of pain and discomfort, but mostly what they were experiencing was lack of sleep and flow of thought. They had no flow of thought because every thought triggered one of these memories like you're talking about. You know, they, they had to sit with their back to the wall. They had to, any loud noise. All these things became triggers in their, in their nervous system. We have a, a, a whole series of primitive reflexes in our system that we, when we work with some of our functional medicine doctors, they'll just unlock some of these primitive reflexes. Then we get energy flowing there and their body returns to normal. It, it isn't normal. Uh, one of my favorite books is Autobiography of a Yogi. And he talks in there, he says, we should be more like babies because when babies get upset, they cry, they get mad, they get over it, they start playing, but the parents are still fighting over it. You know, as adults, we get mad, we get upset, we go to meetings, we tell people about it, we keep reinforcing it, we wear badges about it, we get, you know, it's almost like a badge of honor if you're under stress. And, you know, I think that it's time that we, we stop that kind of programming. Yeah, and I mean, I, I love things like this that help people biohack their stress because it's just at an all-time high right now. We have to get stress under control to get our to get in control of our health and have positive long-term health outcomes. So, uh, tell us about the the brain tap and exactly. So, we have this device. You're listening to music, listening to binaural beats. Uh, looking at uh, flashing lights, uh, how often should someone be doing the, this system or how often can they do it? Mm -hmm. They can do it. You can do it as often as you want. I mean, we're in some hospitals where they do it for pain control after surgeries. We have a whole medical program. Uh, but optimally, uh, if you do it every 72 hours, the nervous system is going to always try to go back to wherever it was every 72 hours. And you're, so you're going to move your baseline every time. That's why if you start a health program after, they say after 21 days, but it really takes about 18 months because the studies show that if you do it on your own without the help of visualization and relaxation, it takes 18 months. But if you do, it can take up to 21 days. But we, we recommend getting up in the morning. We call it digital coffee. So we have sessions. There's a brainwave between alpha and beta. It's called SMR, sensory motor rhythm. That's the what, as we get better looking and more intelligent with age, that starts to atrophy. So when our brain starts, when it, when it seems like our memory's failing us, when people go, oh, I'm having a senior moment, the reality is that that SMR brainwave was fatigued. So if we can wake up in the morning, engage that one, and it also gives us energy. People think to get energy from food. Like I love it when I see somebody, I'm so tired, I need some food. They eat something, they get food. Well, they might've got a little bump from the sugar, but the reality is it takes about four hours to get energy from that food. It was psychological. They got the psychological boost. They didn't get the physiological boost that they would get from eating it. That takes a while to get that. Now we have in the afternoon, we have reboot programs, which are about 20 minutes. The morning ones are about 10 minutes. So you, you don't need as much relaxation. Hopefully you got a good night's sleep. So we don't need to take you through the long progression of relaxation in the body. But in the middle of the afternoon, we have a 20 minute reboot. That's the one I was talking about. You can reclaim about 80% of your energy. Those are two of the favorite times people use. And then we have them at night uh, because people, a lot of people use this for sleeping. We have Delta training, which means they, they don't bring you back. The other, the other two will bring you out into high beta, which is a high energy state. So you'll notice the lights are really flashing uh, very fast because that's attracting the brain. And they're out of synchronicity. You, you might have found sometimes it, it was like the lights didn't work anymore and you open your eyes and they're still working. That's when your brain's balanced. You don't see the light anymore. So people go, how can you look at the light? I go, when your brain's balanced, you don't see it. It's like films of a movie, you know, those black lines in the movie, when they're showing a film, you don't see those because the brain edits those out because over 30 frames per second, the brain goes, no, oh, that's useless information. I don't need that anymore. So the light, once you get balanced, you don't see it anymore. You create a Gaussian field that you, you actually visualize into. At night, though, uh, we have about 5% of the population that uses brain tap. If they use the light after 6 o'clock, like you're talking about the blue light, about 20% of the people are really blue light sensitive. It's kind of just like EMF. They're really, some people are so sensitive, if they walk by a tower, you know, they might even pass out because it overloads the nervous system. So depending upon how your nervous system regulates, uh, we want to train the brain 
a lot of people think the nervous system's in the spine and the arms, but 70% of your nervous system's in your brain. So when you, as you're basically getting this full brain activity, we're talking about the whole body, you know, rebooting the whole body. If you do it three times a day for the first 21 days, you'll be locked in. And then a lot of people will just pick a time during the day. I still do it twice a day. You know, uh, I remember being interviewed. I used to have a radio show t- for 12 years and people would ask me all the time, is brain tap addictive? And I said, I don't know. I've been doing it since 1986. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, why wouldn't I use it? You know, and sometimes I, I don't have the headset because maybe the battery went dead or something when I'm traveling. So you can still do it with sound or you can remember the process. The nice thing is every, I also do other meditations. Like I do a lot with neurofeedback because I believe in that as well to, to help regulate the brain. And it's a great way to validate what's going on with the brain. So there's, there's other technologies as well. Okay. So you mentioned digital coffee. Okay, mm-hmm. and so this caught my attention because I, I love my coffee in the morning, but I'm finding I'm just getting overly stimulated by it. What is, what is happening to people and their brain when they're trying to wake up after this horrible night's sleep and guzzling coffee? What's going on there and what can the, the brain tap help them do better? Well, the main thing is if you're, if you're needing coffee, I would imagine we could measure, if you're not getting deep sleep, like at least one hour of sleep, of deep sleep, level four sleep, you're not detoxing properly. If you're not getting two and a half hours of REM sleep, you're not de-stressing properly. All the rest is like bonus, you know, whatever else you get. So you need that hour of deep sleep, that two and a half hours of REM sleep, and your body will manage it and, and things like that. So if you don't get that, what's happening is brain tap can re-regulate. We call it frequency switching technology. So we're going we're gonna to take you through a cycle of sleep. And we should have three or four cycles at night. Some people, the best sleepers will get seven to eight. You know, they'll just cycle through these because every time you cycle through them, when when you're in like we're talking right now in beta, that's a dopamine response. That's why all the addictions are dopamine reactive, you know, like playing video games or texts on your phone or, you know, all the all the payoffs we get on a conscious level. But when we get into alpha, we get acetylcholine. That's the what we talked about earlier. Then we get GABA. Then we get uh, in Delta, the deep states of Delta, we get serotonin. Most people have too much serotonin, and they're still prescribing them serotonin uptake inhibitors, which basically trap serotonin in the brain, which is like the worst thing you can do. Actually, there's a great book out there called Suggestible You, and it talks about the placebo is now up to 40%. And they did some studies. There's not an SSRI that would pass the placebo study test now because they just it's just a placebo but once you get locked into that the brain gets conditioned to using that it's not they don't do anything for you but try to get off them i mean you really you need some help to do that because you can't just stop i mean the brain gets patterned after that thing so the same thing's true with morning coffee so with me i love i like coffee you know i drink it but i drink my coffee about 10 30 in the afternoon in the morning you know when i when i actually feel like you know, I do it. And we drink half-calf just because uh, my wife, if she drinks full-calf even at 8 in the morning, she's up till 12 o'clock at night. So I had to compromise. And, you know, when I'm out of town, sometimes I'll splurge and get a, you know, regular cup of coffee or something. But it's, you know, coffee's not bad as long as you regulate it, you know, and, and can do it. But what I, what I find works best for me if I'm tired, like from traveling, I still remember... I go to India a lot and places in Sweden and things like that. So when you land after being on an airplane for 20 hours or something, uh, I'll do a brain tap session. Then I'll have a cup of coffee. It's like putting lightning through my system. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just, I have people go, I remember landing in, in Denmark once and uh, I had a layover in Chicago for 12 hours. So that meant I was on a plane for almost 30 hours. And I go, can we stop by the hotel? I need to change my clothes. I go, oh no, there, there's 200 people waiting for you. We need to get you. T-. I'm going, I'm wearing clothes I was flying in, so I got up and did this talk, and, and I'm like, and but I said I just need ten minutes, and so I was did my little ten minute brain tap session, got up on stage, and I talked to them. I was with them for like seven hours afterwards, and the guy goes, "I thought you were tired when we got here." I go, "Well, got to do what you got to do." You know, sometimes adrenaline will push you, but I wanted to have that you know kind of calm energy that we, you need when you're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people out there like like myself that I drink coffee just out of habit. I just love it. It's super nutritious. Um, You know, it's a super food, but you know, a lot of people abuse it. And, you know, I wake up in the morning, I feel really, really refreshed, but I just, I love my coffee out of habit, but I like that, that idea of drinking a little bit later, maybe not right when you wake up. So tell us where can we learn more about brain tap 
and uh, how to use it. And you mentioned you teach at Quantum University. Um, yeah. I love that. But tell us uh, where we can learn more about BrainTap. Well, if they, if they look up hashtag BrainTap online, they'll see all sorts of superstars, like from, um, you know, movie stars to sports athletes, Olympic athletes. We do a lot with uh, the Olympic teams. Uh, Jake Pates, who's an Olympic snowboarder, we're just doing a research program with him. But I think that they can, uh, best place for them to go is probably braintap.pro. And for free, they can get a copy of my new book, the Thrive and Overdrive book, and they can get 15 days free on the app. And then they can start, use it for themselves. And if they want to upgrade that, you know, to have a, a deeper experience, then they can buy the headset. Oh, because you, you have the meditations on the app, right? Yep. So they can go there, they can experience it through sound only, free. We don't ask for a credit card or anything. They can just go there and do that and then they can experience more. I mean, there's there's a lot going on. If they go to the BrainTap Tech Facebook page, they'll see a lot of things going on. Right now, We're this week we're actually launching our summit, the Optimal Performance Summit. We have Dave Asprey, Jack Canfield, Jim Quick, a few other people that I interviewed for that for that summit. There's about 50 people, <laughs> so you know they can learn. They can learn about how brain is being used in other areas. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, and you mentioned dementia also. You mentioned you're doing a study yeah. on dementia. This is huge because 50 percent and more people develop dementia after the age of, I believe it's 60. And this is a huge problem. There's a lot of different underlying causes, but there's a lot of you know things that you can do to address this as well. Well, I mean, of course, there's a lot of nutritional things you can do. And a lot of people are saying it's, um, you know, type three diabetes and things of that nature, which means sugar is, has, a, has a role to play in it. What we found was in our study, we just did a pilot study in Florida with Dr. Kelly Miller. He wrote a book called Saving Your Brain. And what we did was we took, we only did brain tap for the study, but in the in his real treatment, use a lot of other things. You know, there's brain tap doesn't just do it all, but in order to have the study, so we took five people, and this was the pilot study to see what we can do. It's now moved on to a bigger study in Brazil. We were partners with five different universities in Brazil. So they're doing the bigger study with a couple hundred people that have dementia. These people were all diagnosed with dementia. They all scored on the cognitive test test that they had dementia. We did brain scans with them. What we, what we found was the left hemisphere was slower than the right hemisphere. So they had a, the problem was the communication between the hemispheres. Even if there's just a millisecond between them, it's going to cause great anxiety and fear and the, the images aren't going to come up right. It's going to be, basically, it's like having a computer and the, the program isn't syncing. You know, you might want to do something on the screen, but you're not getting to the database. And so what we did, at, we did six-week study, just brain tap, three times a day. And at the end of six weeks, we were able to, you can't really measure every neuron connection with neuroplasticity, but what we can do is there's a mathematical algorithm that says this so much energy or voltage in the brain in this area. We increased the voltage in that by 49.8% over mm -hmm. six weeks. And none of them were on the dementia scale anymore. They cognitively didn't score as dementia. The doctors were blown away. They, they said, well, if you came to me like this before, I would have said you didn't have dementia, but I can't say that right now because we've seen, you know, they're they just blown away because it was only six weeks of sleeping, really. I mean, you put on the headset and you go to sleep. You don't have to do anything. So, and the thing is they were doing a lot because they were doing a lot of neurological work. And that's the biohack, really, because we're going to use, we're, we're all living, we're bathing in a sea of light, sound, and vibration all the time. So we just found a way of brain tap to synchronize it in a very focused way to get the brain to tune up, to tune the brain up. You know, it used to be when the elders held all the tribal knowledge. Now it's like we take the elders, we put them away in a room, in a, in a home, and we forget about them. They used to have all the knowledge. So the big difference is that the way we treat our brain and the way we treat our lifestyles is we're not honoring the, the brains of our elderly. I mean, that's where we're all going. I mean, there's no, I don't know anybody yet that's been reversing, although I know Dave Asprey says he's going to live to be 180 and he's going to reverse <laughs> the aging process, you know, and I hope he finds out how to do that because I'll follow along. But until then, we can stop it. We can retard it, I should say, and make it happen slower. And we, we can be young and vibrant. I like Wayne Dyer. He said, never let an old person inhabit your body. You know, that's the, that's the key thing is you want to have a playful mind and be able to function.
Yes. Yeah. And I love what you say that about, we just have to kind of tune up our brains because it is, it's all about frequency. That's one thing I try to drive home to people. You know, our bodies uh, resonate at a certain frequency. There's all these non-native frequencies acting on us, interfering in that. And when people's health is out of sync, their, their brain or their health or what have you, they're simply out of tune and they have to use frequencies or um, energy medicine, if you will, or bioenergetics or, uh, you know, frequencies from music and light, et cetera, to tune that up to restore health. It's a very, very simple age-old concept that for some reason has escaped conventional medicine and functional medicine for the most part as well. But I love tools like this to help tap into that. And you have so much science behind it. Um, so tell us again where we can get one. You can go to braintap.pro to get the free gift, which is the, the, the book and the app. But they can go to braintap.com if they want to just purchase the headset. But I would recommend first maybe try it out you know, see what you think, get the book, read about it. The science page is uh, chapter four is that. I wanted to add one thing about EMF. If you've never heard of Dan DeBond, the radiation nation, um, he, his doctors, their first line of defense when dealing with EMF exposure is brain tap. Mm. We have zero EMF and we can bring the brain back because it's, it's like you said, it's all about frequency, just tuning it back up. If we let the drudgery of everyday life just drag us down, then it's gonna affect the way our brain functions. Yeah, I mean, people, uh, a lot of people are worried about EMF. I talk about EMF a lot on the show and on my site. Um, but EMFs are just these frequencies that interfere in your brain waves and your heart waves and other frequencies your body emits. But you can counterbalance that. You can use brain tap to get your brain waves, you know, expressing at the right frequencies at the right times and combat this. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was so interesting, so full of just uh, knowledge and just really packed full of a lot of information. So guys, thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the Myers Detox podcast. I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. And you guys want to check this out, go to braintap.pro or braintap.com. Uh, thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you guys very, very soon. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.